You are listening to High Hope Sportscast with me, DJ. Uh, this is a podcast covering the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, the purple and gold skull. I talk about everything Vikings, scores, stats, uh, my opinions, anything purple and gold. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And you can listen to all of my episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other platforms for your podcasting. All right, let's go. Welcome back to High Hope Sports Test, Season 3, Episode 14. Um, sorry, it's a, a day late for this episode. Uh, I've been uh, publishing them uh, on Wednesdays. Um, I wasn't able to record uh, on Tuesday, so uh, it's this is going to be a day late, so I apologize for that. Um, so, kind of get into it, uh, this... This game against uh, the Lions, man. Uh, I, I knew it wasn't gonna be a, you know, an easy task. Um, they they did they beat us last year, um, when they were even worse. Uh, they only had like one win, uh, at that point, I believe. And uh, I just had a I kind of had a weird feeling going into this game, um, just because of you know that game last year. But uh, man. Uh, I, I definitely, I can't say I didn't see it coming, but then again, I, I can, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different, uh, feelings I, I have, uh, after this game and, uh, a lot of Vikings fans probably, uh, I don't know, they won't like it. Um, but it's just my opinions. Um, I don't really know where to st- where to start, but uh, th- to begin, um, you know the go back to the the draft, and uh, you know we had the twelfth overall pick, and we traded in our division uh, with the Detroit Lions, and uh, they ultimately with that twelfth overall pick, they ultimately uh, drafted Jamison Williams. Uh, wide receiver and he had been dealing with an injury he's been out all season this was his first game back well first NFL game he's a rookie so um what what are the odds that it's his very first game in the NFL against the Vikings after being out all season um his first reception in the NFL goes for I think it was like 41 yards from Jared Goff for his first NFL touchdown as well. So I feel like that trade in the draft with the Lions, it kind of backfired on us on Sunday. Um, There's, you know, a lot of speculation back in the draft about us trading that 12th overall pick to begin with. But anyways, you know, it's it, it just it's weird timing that Jamison Williams all of a sudden his very first game is against the Vikings and that was our pick and the Lions used it on him um, uh, yeah um, so I think I'll go into um 
the uh, the breakdown before I get into any more of my opinions. Um, so the the drive by drive summary here on uh, the first quarter, uh, the Lions go five plays, uh, only one yard, and they have to punt. Um, and then the Vikings hit the ball and they go six plays, twenty yards, uh, and they turn it over on downs. Their first drive, they go for it on fourth down. And we don't get it. Now that's one of the thing the one of the reasons why I have these opinions and feelings about this team after this game. Why why? Why are you going for it? This early, um, I, I guess, uh, you know, to look back on the season, we, we have gone for it uh, early in the game, but we weren't in our own territory. So I, I just don't understand why that was just punt the ball. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of mind boggling. But then uh, the Lions hit the ball, uh, turnover on downs. They go three plays, 46 yards, uh, and that is uh, that uh, 41-yard touchdown from Goff to Jameson Williams. Uh, so that puts the Lions up. And then uh, the Vikings at the ball go 14 plays, 64 yards, ends in a one-yard touchdown uh, by Delvin Cook. Um, that's it for the first quarter. Go to the second quarter. Uh, the Lions go 12 plays, 31 yards. They turn it over on downs. Uh, the Vikings' next drive, seven plays, 18 yards, ends in a punt. Uh, the Lions, uh, 10 plays, 47 yards, ends in a punt. Uh, the Vikings, four plays for only nine yards, ends in a punt. Uh, then the Lions, two plays, 48 yards, uh, ends with a uh, deep pass to the left to DJ Chark from Jared Goff for a 48-yard touchdown pass. Um, and then... The Vikings, let's see here. Um, oh, yes. Uh, the Vikings throw 13 plays, 67 yards, ends in a fumble. Um, and then right uh, before the half, uh, the, the Lions throw six plays, 49 yards, and a missed field goal. Um, so then that was the end of the half. So we go into the third quarter. Uh, Vikings at the ball, five plays, nine yards, uh, and it ends in a punt. Uh, the Lions at the ball, 13 plays, 101 yards. I don't really know how that is possible, but that's what it says. Uh, and it ends in a Jared Goff uh, short uh, pass in the middle to uh, Josh Reynolds for a five-yard touchdown pass. Uh, and then the Vikings go nine plays, 75 yards, ends in a uh, short pass left to Adam Thielen from Kirk Cousins for a 23-yard touchdown pass. Then we go to the fourth quarter. The Lions go 12 plays, 75 yards, ends in a Justin Jackson left end 15-yard uh, touchdown run. That is another play where I – man, the, these refs, I don't know. Um, watching the replay of that that play over and over again, I don't understand how that was a touchdown. Um, the ball was not on the inside of the pylon. Uh, 
I don't know how they called that a touchdown. I, I it, I don't know. It, it's so mind-boggling with some of these calls that, you know, they have all these angles that they look at it, and they're talking to um, the replay center, um, and they're looking at it, and it's like, I see it at home. The ball is clearly not on the inside of the pylon. That's what it needs, to, where it needs to be for a touchdown. How how are you calling that a touchdown? Um, I I just I just didn't get it. Um, and then the Vikings next drive, they go eight plays, fifty two yards, uh, ends in a Greg Joseph forty one yard field goal. Uh, then the Lions go thirteen plays, fifty two yards, and ends in a forty one yard field goal by uh, Badgley. And then the Vikings go eight plays, 75 yards, ends in a uh, Kirk Cousins short pass to the left to K.J. Osborne for a 15-yard touchdown pass. Uh, And then the Lions go eight plays, 14 yards, ends in a 49-yard field goal. And then, uh, let's see. Then the... Vikings throw three plays, 21 yards, and uh, that it, it's called a fumble. Um, it, it was kind of a last-ditch effort, uh, a lateral, um, and it was fumbled, recovered by uh, the Lions, and that was that was the game. Uh, so the Vikings lose to the Detroit Lions, 34 to 23, and the Vikings are now 10 and three. Lions are six and seven. Uh, the Vikings were not able to clinch the division. Uh, we w- would have if we would have won that game. Uh, so no t-shirt or hats, t-shirts or hats uh, th- this last week. Um, so let's hope we can do that uh, on Saturday as the Vikings play on Saturday against Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts. Um to, to go into the stats here, um, for passing uh, for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins went 31 for 41 uh, and 425 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. Now, I'll get to this in a little bit, um, but the, this is probably one of the best games Kirk Cousins has played in his career, and he lost. Um, but the, the, these numbers are, are awesome. 31 of 41 for 425 and 2. Um, well, I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, rushing. Man, uh, this rushing game is just... I don't know what what's going on with it. it it's just horrible. Um, rushing. Dalvin Cook, 15 carries, only 23 yards and one touchdown. And then Alexander Madison, 2 carries for negative 1 yards. That's it. That's it. That's all rushing. Um... Receiving, man, Justin Jefferson had a day. Wow, 11 receptions on 15 targets and 223 yards. Wow. Career day, uh, record-breaking day. Man, this this kid is just on a different planet. Um, Wow. Uh, And then Adam Thielen, seven receptions on eight targets, 65 yards, one touchdown. KJ Osborne, five receptions on five targets, 38 yards and a touchdown. Um, fumbles. Delvin Cook had a fumble and lost it. Um, 
defense. Delvin Tomlinson led the way, eight tackles, two assists. Uh, Jordan Hicks at seven and one. Josh Metellus, which he was in for uh, Harrison Smith. Um, he was out uh, with, with a God. I can't remember. Was it a concussion or uh, something like that? Uh, so Josh Metellus was in there. He he went seven tackles, uh, two assists. Uh, Eric Kendrick six and three. Patrick Peterson and Shannon Sullivan both had five tackles. Uh, Daniil Hunter and Duke Shelley both had two tackles. Cameron Dantzler had two and one. Uh, Harrison Phillips, uh, one and three. Uh, Zadarius Smith only had one assist. Man, he's been playing hurt, I believe, as well. Um, DJ Wanham only had an assist. Cameron Bynum only had an assist. Patrick Jones only had an assist. That, that's it. Um, Greg Joseph, perfect day again. Uh, one for one field roll, long of 41, uh, and two for two on his extra points. Uh, and then punting, Ryan Wright punted it three times, uh, average of 37 yards, one inside the 20, and a long of 64. Uh, punt returns, Jalen Rader, one return, uh, and that was for nine yards. Uh, so then we go to the Lions uh, passing Jared Goff 27 for 39, 330 yards and three touchdowns. Um, rushing, uh, they, they had a lot of rushers in this game. Uh, they had two, four, six people rushing. Um, CJ Moore, one carry, 42 yards. Jamal Williams, 16 carries, 37 yards. Uh, DeAndre Swift, six carries, 21 yards. Uh, Justin Jackson, four carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Jared Goff, two carries, nine yards, and Amon Ross St. Brown, one carry for six yards. Uh, receiving, DJ Chart led the way, six receptions, 94 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. Um, what the? They still have TJ Hawkinson in the Lions column. That's weird. <laughs> um... It says TJ Hawkinson, six receptions, 77 yards on eight targets, but uh, it it's weird they have it in he ha, they have them in the Lions stat column still for some reason. So I I don't know if those stats are actually accurate, but for the Vikings side, um, I, I would assume so. They just kind of they just didn't switch them over to the Vikings, I guess. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, six receptions, 68 yards on. Nine targets. Josh Reynolds, five receptions, 51 yards, one touchdown on six receptions. Uh, Jameson Williams, one reception, 41 yards, one touchdown on two targets, which that was his first NFL catch and first NFL touchdown. Um, that's about it. Um, fumbles. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, you know, he's supposed to be in the Vikings stack home. Uh, one fumble and one fumble loss. That was that kind of last-ditch effort uh, right there at the end as time expired. Um, Isaiah Bugs and Anthony Pittman both forced uh, a fumble. Um, interceptions, they did not have any interceptions. Defense, Alex Anzalone led the way six tackles, three assists. Uh, Deshaun Elliott, six tackles. Mike Hughes, former Viking, six tackles, one assist. Uh, Jerry Jacobs, five tackles, two assists. 
Um, Aruye and Okuda both had four and one. Kirby Joseph um, had four tackles. Oh, and then uh, Jerry Jacobs, uh, I said five and two. And then he also had a sack on Kirk Cousins as well. Um, Aiden Hutchinson had two tackles and a sack. Um, Isaiah Buds, one tackle, one sack. Um, James Houston, one tackle, one sack. Um, kicking Mike Badgley went two for three, uh, long of 49, and four for four on extra points. Um, yeah, that's about it. So, go to the team stats here. Uh, total yards, Minnesota 416, Detroit 464. Uh, so they they got us in that stat column. Uh, passing yards, we got it, though. Uh, Vikings 394 and Detroit 330. Rushing yards, they dominated us as we the Vikings only had 22 rushing yards. And the Lions had 134. Uh uh, average yards per play, uh, even keel there. Uh, Minnesota and Detroit both had seven average yards per play. Um, fumbles lost. Minnesota had two. Detroit had zero. No interceptions thrown in on either team. Uh, sacks allowed. Uh, Vikings let Kirk Cousins get sacked four times, and Detroit did not let Jared Goff get ta- uh, sacked at all. Third down efficiency, um, Detroit at 46% and Minnesota at 40. And then uh, time of possession, uh, Minnesota with 28 minutes and 6 seconds and Detroit with 31 and 54 seconds. And then the penalties, Vikings had 3 and Detroit had 7. So that's kind of the team stats there. Um man uh like i said the the that draft day pit or the draft day trade it just uh it backfired on us with uh jameson williams uh <laughs> coming back uh, against the vikings that's that's so crazy um and one thing that kind of stood out to me uh is after halftime they well at halftime they they interview the coaches and whatnot, and um, Dan Campbell said, um, Dan Campbell is the head coach of the Lions, and he, he said that the smartest team will win this game. The one with the least amount of state mistakes will win this game, and I honestly 100% believe that that is the truth. Um I love Kevin O'Connell, don't get me wrong, but there's some very stupid mistakes in this game by him. Um, so I, I, I totally think Dan Campbell was definitely the smartest coach uh, and smartest team with the Lions uh, in this game by far. Um, this is probably one of the worst coached games I've watched in a long time um, just with the the stupid uh, decisions uh, on Kevin O'Connell's part in this game um, and that's that's speculation that's my opinion so um, 
sort of get into that. Um, that going for two uh, instead of taking the field roll or the extra point, uh, and then not getting that two point conversion. Um, I don't. I really don't understand why. Um, the, there's people saying that you know it's because um, you know if we would have got next, uh, the, that two point conversion and then we would have got a touchdown, we would have been up. Um, so if we would have tied the game, we still would have had to have an extra score. I, I get that, but I mean, you take the points where where it's given, especially when you're down. Uh, so that I I didn't understand that at all. Um, and then uh, to onside kick it with like two forty left and two timeouts. Uh, that that I that one I have really have no idea what the hell he was doing. I don't know why he called an onside kick. It, I don't know. I literally said, "What the hell are you doing, Kevin O'Connell?" What? Um, and this this defense. I don't. Maybe Kevin O'Connell doesn't trust this defense anymore. I I don't know. But this is the fifth straight game that our defense have uh, allowed over four hundred yards. Fifth straight game. Um. I I don't think it would happen if uh Kevin or uh Ed Donatale would get fired uh you know at this point in the season. Um but I would definitely start um you know looking at possibilities of his replacement, possibly. Um you know, to go five straight games uh, allowing your defense allowing 400 over 400 yards that's not really acceptable um th- this defense is just i i know we had some injuries but uh man it, that 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 can't happen especially five games in a row it, it that's just totally unacceptable um plus you know the the refs didn't help in this game um you know, I, I talked about the the Justin Jackson one uh, with the pylon, but then there was also uh, another one uh, when the Vikings were on offense, and uh, the throw to Justin Jefferson. Uh, then they called him out of bounds, which I mean, I, I don't remember how much of the game was left. If Kevin O'Connell tried to challenge it or not, I can't remember, but. They they called him out of bounds in the replay. Um, he was close to being out of bounds, but his heel was still in the ground, or his heel was still in the air. But he actually wasn't touching out of bounds. That should have been a touchdown. The refs robbed us uh, and Jefferson of that touchdown. Um, they, I don't know. Um, it, it, that could have changed the outcome of the game. I who knows. Um, so th- this game is just dumb mistakes by our coaches and then the refs on those calls. Um, I'm not saying they're excuses. I'm just saying that because, it, 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 I mean, it's true. It, you look at how the game unfolded and it that that's all you, you can really say. <laughs> um, I, I might get some crap for saying this, but... I after this Lions game, um, 
I, I, I honestly don't think this team is ready for a Super Bowl run. Super Bowl run. Uh, especially when you coach like that and when our defense is like that, giving up 400 yards, you're not going to go far in the playoffs if you're, if you're doing that. Um, so it, if that continues, there, there's no way. This team is not ready for a Super Bowl run, and I'm starting to think that maybe it, – it's hard for me to say this about my team, but maybe – the Vikings are actually the frauds and the Eagles are the actual team that are for real. Uh, it, it hurts me to say that, but it, I don't know. It, it's starting to kind of look that way. Um, but uh, it's the, – the defense just – defense wins championships and you can't do that by – Giving up 400 yards, five straight games, and uh, I, I honestly think that um, we will win the division, and um, we we will go to the playoffs. But um, we're definitely not going to get the number one seed. Philly will get that. I I, I don't have any doubt in my mind about that. Um, but I I do feel like um, we're gonna go to the playoffs. We're gonna play wild card round um if we if we win in wild card round it will be kind of surprising um but we're not going to get past the the next the next round the divisional round we're going to end up playing either philadelphia or san francisco and we're going to get just absolutely creamed that's just my just my thoughts um it it was a, it was a good, uh, fun first uh, twelve games, thirteen weeks of the the season, and then the, the, this Lions game. It just kind of, it, it, us Vikings fans trying to come back to down to reality and kind of start thinking like we usually do. Uh, maybe start time to start thinking about next year. Uh, who knows? Maybe surprise us and maybe we'll t- go deep in the playoffs but I, I just I honestly don't think it's going to happen um, I guess the, the, if there's any silver linings in this game um, that would be um, our offense was, was, was pretty good in this game d- uh, despite the loss um, for the most part um, despite um, also giving up uh, four sacks um, and I, I think Derrissaw's absence is uh, a big part of that. And Blake Brandle is not getting the job done. He's just letting his guys go right, right past him. And then Kirk is on the ground. Um, Kirk threw for over 400 yards. Uh, and Justin Jefferson had yet again another uh, record-breaking day. Uh, and like I said, this is you know one of Kirk's best games of his career, and he lost it. Um, it's, uh, Jefferson set, I think, uh, set the Viking single game uh, receiving yards record with uh, two, two, uh, 223 yards, um, and it puts him at 1,500 yards for the season, and he needs only 500 yards 
to make his 2,000-yard mark goal uh, with four games left of the regular season. Uh, so he needs to average about 125 yards per game in these last four games. Um, he, he, he should get it. Um, uh, no problem. Especially if he puts up another, you know, another day like against the Lions over 200 yards. He should definitely get it. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We got the, um, we got the Colts next and then we got the Lions or the Giants and then we got the Packers and then the Bears. So those are our four, our last four games. Um, that's really all I have on that, um, game. And then, uh, to kind of look forward to, um, the next game which is on Saturday uh, against the Indianapolis Colts they are 4-8-1 uh, and one, and the Vikings uh, are 10-3 and three. Um, a little bit of kind of rankings uh, for each team um, so on offense the Colts are 25th and the Vikings are 17th uh, defense <laughs> uh, Vikings 32nd and the Colts 8th uh, passing Vikings uh, in 8th and the Colts at 19th and rushing they're about even uh, Vikings at 27th and the Colts at 26th um, kind of some season numbers uh, for the team leaders of each team um, so for the Vikings uh, Kirk Cousins um, completion percentage uh, 65.5%, and he's at uh, 3,358 yards for the season with 20 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. Um, Delvin Cook, uh, 213 attempts uh, for 950 yards and 8 touchdowns. Alexander Madison, 50 attempts, 173 yards and 3 touchdowns. On uh, the top two receivers for the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, 99 receptions. 1,500 yards, 6 touchdowns, and then Adam Thielen, 63 receptions, 645 yards, and 4 touchdowns. And then you go to the Colts. Um, Matt Ryan uh, for passing, 67.8%. He's at 2,875 yards, 13 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. (coughs) Jonathan Taylor for rushing, uh, 192 attempts, 80, 861 yards, four touchdowns. Um, Jackson, 44 attempts, uh, 136 yards, uh, one touchdown. And then their two receivers, two top receivers are um, Michael Pittman, 76 receptions, 755 yards, and two touchdowns. Wow, he's only got two. Um, and then the rookie, Alec Pierce. 32 receptions, 510 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, and then kind of the team stats uh, for the, the season. Um, total yards, Minnesota has a slight edge there at uh, 46.99. Um, and Indianapolis at 44.81. Um, passing yards... Looks like the Vikings are um, up in that category as well by about 
400 yards um rushing yards uh the colts are they got about a little over 100 yards more than us um average yards per play minnesota was six and indianapolis at five um total points stored uh we got about uh almost 100 more points stored than than, than the colts were at 306 and the Colts are at 209. Um, fumbles lost. Wow. Indianapolis with 12 and Minnesota with 5. Uh, interceptions thrown. Colts 14, Minnesota 9. Uh, sacks allowed. Wow. Colts have got sacked 46 times. Minnesota 34. And third down efficiency for the season. Minnesota at 40 and Indianapolis at 35. Um, time of possession is pretty uh, pretty even. Uh, Indianapolis at 30-25 and Minnesota at 29-30. Penalties, Indianapolis 67 and Minnesota with 63. Um, let's see here. Total yards allowed. Wow. Uh, Minnesota at uh, 5,440 and Indianapolis at 4,293. Um, passing yards allowed Minnesota with 3,733 and Indianapolis with 2,452. Um, rushing yards, uh, Indianapolis with 1,640 and Minnesota with 1,515. Um, sacks, Minnesota with 30, Indianapolis 32. And then uh, interceptions, Minnesota has 12 and Colts have 5. Um, so that's kind of uh, a little, little stats for the the season uh, for each team, kind of a matchup uh, for Saturday. Um, it, it'll definitely be weird watching football on a Saturday. <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, I was going to go into a little bit of news around the lead. Um, uh, Arizona Cardinals quarterback Tyler Murray, um, third play of the game the other night uh, against the Patriots, uh, suffers a torn ACL. He's done for the season. Uh, he might not even be back uh, for – week one and next season so uh kind of sucks for Tyler Murray he just uh signed that big huge contract with the Cardinals over the the offseason um Baker Mayfield uh he had a really good uh uh game against the the Raiders uh this last week uh kind of a a thriller at the end uh the Rams ended up winning by one point um over the Raiders and uh, Baker Mayfield had like 48 hours, uh, not much time to study the playbook. Um, and he is actually set to start uh, for the Rams against the Packers on Monday night. Um, let's see here. Um, There's something else too. Um, Oh, Felton's quarterback, Marcus Mariotti, Mar- Mariota. Um, he, he got benched uh, for the, the rookie, Desmond Ritter. Um, uh, and apparently they said that he he le- left Atlanta and they don't even know if he's going to be back 
So I, I don't, that, that's all I really have heard on that. Um, so that, that's, that's definitely kind of weird. Um, Russell Wilson, uh, quarterback for the Broncos, uh, he took a nasty hit this last week. Um, he had a huge bump on his head. Uh, he remains in concussion protocol and did not uh, uh, practice on Wednesday. Um, there was, oh, Debo Samuel also got injured uh, for the 49ers, um, but they are thinking that he could possibly come back uh, before the playoffs. So, um, eh, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how serious that injury was. It, it looked... It looked bad after that replay of of that play that he got hurt on. But um, uh, Brock Purdy, their, their third quarterback. Um, so you know Trey Lance, they were it was going to be his team. Uh, he he's out for the season. Uh, then they turned to Jimmy G, who wasn't even there in training camp. Thought he was going to get traded. This and that. He comes in. He does a really good job. It ends up breaking his foot. Um, I believe it was, I think he broke his foot. Uh, and then in comes this, you know, mystery relevant, the very f- last pick of the draft, this rookie Brock Purdy. And he, man, he just lit it up. He, his first career start was against the goat Tom Brady. And he, he, he stuck it to him. He, he beat Tom Brady in his first career start. Um, I think Brock Purdy is like, he's like 22 years old. And this is Tom Brady's 23rd year in the lead. Uh, so he Tom Brady's been playing in the NFL longer than this guy's been, been born. And he just beat Tom Brady. That's, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to think about. But uh, I, I think these 49ers are going to, they're looking really good of late. And I think they're going to, they're going to be, one of the top NFC teams in the playoffs, um, along with Philly. So, um, that, that's really all, uh, the news I can see, um, to kind of report on. Um, yeah. Um, it's a little bit of a shorter episode this, this week. Um, but uh, and I don't have a you know a, a locker room speech from uh, Kevin O'Connell um, as you know we we didn't win so there's no uh, locker room speech to play um, and I didn't really get a chance to uh, listen to his press conferences or anything um, just because I don't know I I didn't really want to. Just because I, I I was pretty upset uh, at how that game went and it just it just dumb mistakes and uh, uh, I I did see something though uh, on Facebook I believe um, and it was from Score North um, it said win the game Minnesota Vikings head coach Trevor O'Connell wants to win the game which is why he elected to go for the two-point conversion. And then um, it says, 
Analytics say going for two is the right move, especially on the road in this situation. It feels weird, I know, but the goal is to win the game and a touchdown plus two plus a touchdown equals potential win. Touchdown plus touchdown equals tied game. Still need another score. See that that's you know I said like I said earlier I, I understand that part of it, um, but I, it, it didn't it didn't say why he he chose the onside kick it. Um, like I said I don't know if he just doesn't trust the defense whatnot but I I don't know I I kind of have. After I've you know sat down and kind of thought about it more, I I guess I I kind of have mixed emotions on uh, him going for two there at that point. Um, I I do think the defense must have had to had a factor in that. Um, I think maybe if we our defense was a lot better, uh, maybe he just you know takes an extra point and uh, kind of leans on his defense. But, um, yeah. But then again, you know, you you get an onside kick. And the possibility of the kicking team actually recovering an onside kick is pretty low. Um, But then you you give the other team short field. And then you have to rely on your defense to stop them. That, I mean, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, if you don't trust your defense, if your defense is giving up 400 yards a game, and you expect them to stop them, it's it doesn't it doesn't look good, um, and it, this game did not look good at all. So um, let's hope we can turn it around, uh, get a win against the Colts at home, get the t-shirts and hats, win the division, uh, celebrate for a little bit get right back to work we're back at home against the giants uh on the saturday after that on christmas eve and uh let's just keep on moving and and see how this season plays out i guess so uh yeah that's all i got for you uh this episode so thanks for tuning in and don't forget to like share and subscribe to the show uh, and share the show with a vikings fan or a football fan uh so yeah we'll see you in the next episode See ya.